I want people to cut loose. I want people making out in closets. <laughs> I want people hanging from the ceilings, lampshades on the heads. I want it to be a Playboy Mansion party. And also, I want you to know and spread the word that I will have my digital camera and I'll be taking pictures all along the way. And the best and craziest thing that happens will be on the cover of the newsletter. Incentive. Steve Carroll in the U.S. version of The Office talking about the Christmas party that you wouldn't want to go to, right? The Christmas party you'd never want to set foot in. It's not always the case. I've avoided some. I've gone to many. I kind of like holiday parties. They can be fun. They can be. They're not always fun. Well, it's nearly December. Believe it or not, we're only eight days away, more or less, from December. Can you believe that? Um, and all those office parties, those celebratory holiday office parties are just around the corner. Now, for a lot of us, it's been a while, right? I mean, I remember we tried to do hybrid ones. The Zoom holiday party was, was you know, when everyone had their little, had their little meal in front of it, that Those were odd. Those were odd. The idea was great, but those virtual holiday parties were not, not successful. Um, so I imagine people are relatively excited to get back together. Those who enjoy them are relatively excited about getting back together again this year, having that office holiday party, so to speak. Um, but we're out of practice. In fact, for some people, if you think about it, so many people have changed jobs over the past few years that it's highly possible you'll be at a party with people you've never met, even though you know them, you've met them online, but you've never met in person. That happened a while back to me. Um, it is odd. So I figured, well, we must all be out of practice for holiday parties. We must all need a bit of a refresher. Some of the stuff may seem pretty obvious, but it's never bad to brush up on some of the basics of how to handle a holiday office party or any holiday party for that matter, but specifically an office party, because those can be a bit of a minefield if you don't watch out. And to help us do that, uh, from Austin, Texas, is Sharon Schweitzer. She's a cultural and etiquette consultant. She's founder of Access to Culture, a business consultancy, and she's author of a book called Access to Asia. Sharon Schweitzer, thank you so much for your time and your advice tonight. It's my pleasure. I am happy to be here with you, Ben, and you and the listeners. Yeah, tell me a bit about this year, because it feels like suddenly the invites are coming back. We're getting ready to be, I, I gather some have had a little bit of practice of this more recently, but it feels like a long time since we've all had to attend a holiday party in person. I agree. I agree. They The invitations are flying in and people are very excited to get together. I think they're trying to make up for lost time during uh, the past year or two when we have had to do those either virtually or just skip them all together. So there are some ideas and some things that we can kind of incorporate to help make it a little smoother because let's face it, some of these people we've met virtually, we may be now meeting for the first time in person face to face. Yeah. And anytime you go into a social, I mean, I think just like everything, um, as the, you know, as the height of the pandemic has waned, all those social situations have become a little bit more challenging than we remembered because there is a sort of an instinct to these things. And then you, you're out of practice, right? That's right. You're out of practice. You may have, you know, not had to consider the fact that, oh, does this person want to shake hands? Maybe they don't want to shake hands. Normally, this person will give me a hug. I don't want them to hug me or kiss me. So, you know, there's a lot of variables that are going to come into play, and it's going to be very personal and customized to each individual. 
you have some advice. Uh, this is advice that applies broadly, but it certainly applies to holiday parties. And it kind of starts at the beginning, which is RSVP promptly. It's always a good, it's always good manners to, to respond sooner than later. That's right, because the hosts are planning and the event planners, they're trying to get together the catering, all the information, the decor. And to do that, it takes a lot of pre-planning and a lot of effort. So you want to let them know right away whether you're going to be able to attend or not so that they can get those wheels in motion. It's just the polite thing to do. Yeah. And, and then, of course, there's the obvious ones. You know, when you get there, don't show There is no such thing as fashionably late at a, at a holiday party, right? I mean, people are watching. It's sort of like a work event. You have to watch out. Well, you know, that's the thing. Sometimes you have several different parties to go to. So what you want to do is gauge your time, make a decision. Which parties do I really want to go to? I don't want to be rushed. There's going to be traffic involved. So kind of gauge, what do I really need to do? And can I go by this party and stay at least an hour before I depart? It's really important to do that. And if it's a work party, you know, the experts are divided on this, Ben. Your listeners are going to want to know that some culture and etiquette experts say that if you don't want to go to the work party, you don't have to. However, as a labor and employment attorney who doesn't practice anymore, but who did for many, many years, I can tell you that the leadership is watching and they observe and they know who comes to the party and who doesn't. So while you may not have to go and people don't think, well, it's really not mandatory that I go to the party, it's probably a really good idea to go to the party, even if it's just for an hour and not arrive fashionably late and not look bored like you're just waiting to dash for the door. Waiting to get out. What an interesting perspective you'd have on this then. Mingling is something that you that you uh, you can't just show up and say, you know, where's the bar? Where's the food? Um, if you're going to go to your company's holiday party, it's best to go shake a few. Or, well, I suppose you might not want to shake a few ads. It's best to go mingle. It is because everyone watches the entrance to a room. So when you arrive, kind of resist the urge to head straight for the bar or straight for the buffet, kind of enter the room, pause, step to the right, greet whoever's standing there. And one of the things I've done then is I've asked people, do you mind if we shake hands or are you comfortable shaking hands? And some people will say, well, I'm a hugger. And then you can decide if you want to say, well, you know, I'm not ready to hug yet, but I'm happy to fist bump or elbow or whatever it is you're comfortable doing. But if you do want to mingle, um, you know, executives and leaders, they enjoy speaking with employees in the workforce. And this could be a really rare opportunity for you to introduce yourself and interact with the higher level folks in person. So you want to be visible to leadership. Um, the other thing people need to keep in mind at these work-related events is you want to greet your colleagues warmly, okay? Yes. You want to chat with them and introduce yourself to people that you really don't know. Kind of avoid hanging with your cubicle click. If you've got a set group that you hang with every day, kind of branch out a little bit at the party. Yeah, it makes sense, uh, especially these days, because as you mentioned earlier, and we were talking about this, these are potentially either people you've never met people you haven't seen in a long time. Um, you know, you, you are in some ways making a first impression, even though in the past, these are people you would have seen a lot of. Uh, even in the hallway, you would have noticed, you would have recognized people. Now you might be meeting even your cubicle mates for the first time in person. 
That's right. That's right. You may be. So you want to greet people. And when you see the event planners and hosts, you want to thank them for hosting the event, chat with them for a few minutes, you know, give them some kind of compliment on the party, maybe the invitation, the catering, and then move on. Um, you know, if you're with a colleague, maybe you want to visit 10, 15 minutes and then move on to someone else. That way you don't monopolize anyone's time. But you're so right. You definitely want to spend time with those folks that you maybe haven't met yet. Yeah. I mean, the the oldest advice for holiday parties is don't drink too much. And I guess that's even more so now that we are coming out of a, you know, may have been a few years since we've been at these things. We're out of practice. We mightn't have been in a situation where we've been, you know, where you have a bit too much. That's right. You want to avoid overindulging in alcohol because it, it is a common mistake. And you know, alcohol in the loose tongue, boy, those can add up to a regretful Monday morning. Then you don't want to be the fodder for the, you know, infamous parties and, and become a legend. So consider tea, club soda, water, or just alternate your alcoholic drink with another glass of water. Just, you know, be be responsible in, when it comes to alcohol. Yeah, it's funny. I was reading a stat um recently where even people who who admit to having had too much to drink at an office party frown at others drinking too much at an office party. I have no doubt that has got to be true. It, it really does. I think, and once you start, you know, overindulging a little bit in the alcohol, then you start getting loose lips and you start talking and saying things you probably shouldn't. Um, and so, you know, it's it's better to stick to conversation topics like pets, travel, sports, you know, best-selling books. Sometimes when we have too much alcohol, we start talking about other taboo topics or we get bogged down in a work discussion. And that just is the last thing somebody wants to talk about at a holiday party. Yeah, you really want to watch out. I mean, I guess therein lies the the rub after these years. The, the thing about those virtual parties is that if you, you could kind of tune in and out if you wanted to. But when you're back in person, you know, these are office holiday parties can either be a lot of fun. They can also be a lot of pressure. That's right. They can be a lot of pressure because you're there to celebrate the year's success and make no mistake, even though it may be a luncheon or it may be, a, you know, a cocktail hour or a dinner, even though it's after hours or on off time, it is still a professional work related event. And so your behavior there is going to be counted toward, you know, you don't want it to ding off your professionalism and what you've worked so hard to accomplish. Yeah. And in terms of your graceful exit, I always think that's that's a good thing to know, too. There's always a a time when you know it's time to go. And how do you do that gracefully without without calling calling too much attention to yourself? One of the best ways you can do that is to say good night or goodbye to the host and the, the event planners and thank them for hosting the party or the event. A good time to depart is if there's a toast or a small presentation or speech, wait until that's finished. Um, a lot of people will wait until that point in time and then depart or maybe send an email or a handwritten note the next day thanking the host. But you, what you want to do is make sure that you're not departing before there's some kind of an announcement that's going to be made. So if you can find out about that, do a little due diligence. That always helps. I guess I guess it's knowing what the plan for the night is, knowing what the schedule is to some extent, what time things are happening. That's right. That's right. When, you know, is there a, a cocktail? 
Is there uh, past hors d'oeuvres? You know, kind of what's what's going to happen? Is anyone going to make comments or is it going to be just a, you know, meet and greet, come and go? It's always nice to know the format. Hopefully your invitation will let you know that. Yeah, you don't want to be the one who stumbles in right in the middle of the CEO's speech, right? That's the, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, are you looking forward to your own? Do you have holiday party plans for this year? We do. We are a very small office, but we are going to get together and do a lunch because we have folks here in the office who have family obligations, and it's just really easier for them to do a lunch and then get home to the family in the evenings. So that's kind of what we're going to do. We're going to do a nice uh, holiday lunch the first week of December and talk about how wonderful Thanksgiving was. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Your Thanksgiving is coming up. Ours is back in October. So we go quite a ways between turkey dinners. That's uh, that's a bit different here. But I guess that's the last thing is that the party itself should also be, depending whether it's a little office or a big office, you hope that the party is a reflection of the people that are there. So you're not having sort of a blow Saturday night party if that's not what most staff need or want. They would rather just have a nice lunch together. That's right. Many employers and many organizations are now customizing their holiday events so that they can take into consideration driving, you know, child care, uh, timing for employees, traffic. And so they'll find out, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to just have, you know, a holiday meal there on the work site? Do you want to go to a restaurant? Do you want us to have a special care of people like you know, there are different ways they can customize depending on your organizational culture. Well, Sharon Schweitzer, I wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a happy holidays. Thanks so much for your advice. Well, thank you, Ben. I wish you and all your listeners a wonderful holiday season.